Hey guys, Brandon Julian here. I'm the host of the Update with Brandon Julian podcast. Speaking of podcasts, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And the best part of all of it? It's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by recording this ad. What I personally love about Anchor is that it allows me to record my show from anywhere, whether I'm here in the studio at Kingsboro, or whether I'm on the road reporting from Washington or any other part of the city. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to Anchor FM. Anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Good afternoon from the northern end of Central Park. On the update this Friday, is it winter or is it spring? The northeast U.S. is about to get a cold spring farewell from winter's bad boy, the polar vortex, which could bring some rare May snowfall and record low temperatures to some areas over the Mother's Day weekend. We'll have the latest details. Despite the mounting pressure to stop using the NYPD to enforce social distancing and data that shows that such arrests are disproportionately affecting people of color, Mayor de Blasio is standing by the practice saying, quote, We're not going to sideline the NYPD. A newly surfaced video shows an officer tackling a black man for mouthing off. There are fans in the stands for baseball in Taiwan, even though their space far apart is a safeguard against the spread. Up to a thousand spectators are now allowed at each ballpark, but they're still banned from bringing in food, and concession stands are still closed. And a new poll finds that most Americans think that in-person religious services should be barred or allowed only with limits during the pandemic. About a third say that the prohibitions on in-person services violate religious freedom. This is the update of Friday, May the 8th, uh, 2020. This is the update with Brandon Julian, reporting tonight on the road. And a very pleasant Friday to you, TGIF, Brandon Julian, the host of the Update, podcast exclusive, also on the WKRB Mixed Cloud channel. Uh, today's road stop takes us to the northern end of Central Park, right by the lake. I forget exactly what this lake is called, but you'll give me until the next, uh, <laughs> until the first break, and I'll be able to tell you uh, what the name of this lake is. 
Uh, we have a lot of news to uh, get to. We have a lot of news to get to this Friday, including the latest de- coronavirus developments. We're going to begin, however, with the weather this Friday, which we only address when it is bad or going to be bad. And it certainly is. The East is about to get a cold spring farewell from winter's is bad boy, the polar vortex, which could bring some rear May snowfall and record low temperatures to some areas over the Mother's Day weekend. The National Weather Service says the low-pressure system off the coast of southern New England is pulling cold air down from the north. The current forecasts are calling for perhaps as much as two inches of snow in the Berkshire Mountains in western Massachusetts uh, tomorrow today, I should say, into Saturday, and rain with flakes possible in the Boston area. Massachusetts hasn't had measurable snow in May since 2002. To the latest coronavirus developments we go now, and Mayor de Blasio says that the NYPD is going to start limiting access to three parks that have been illustrating bad social distancing. The users of the parks on the Manhattan and Brooklyn waterfronts have been shamed after the images appeared on social media. They showed mostly young, white people without masks and closer together than guidelines recommend to curb the spread. The mayor also said yesterday that a test and trace corps of nearly 2,500 will be in place in the city by early June to identify people who have had the virus, isolate them if needed, and determine whom they've had contact with. <laughs> Despite the mounting pressure to stop using the NYPD to enforce social distancing, and the data that shows that such arrests are disproportionately affecting people of color, Mayor de Blasio stood by the practice yesterday, saying, quote, we're not going to sideline the NYPD. Uh, There's a newly surfaced video that showed a police officer tackling a black man for mouthing off. Another showed an officer punching a man in the head as he lay pinned to a sidewalk, unable to fight back. Police watchdogs say that the video suggests that officers are using social distancing during the pandemic as a pretext to harass people of color along the lines of stop and frisk, a practice, of course, that was curtailed in recent years in which officers stop people on the streets and search them for weapons. Governor Cuomo, during his one of his briefings earlier this week, is now extending the state's moratorium on outbreak-related housing evictions. Uh, go- the governor said yesterday that a moratorium planned through June is now extended through August 20th. Also, Mayor de Blasio says that the city will have a till test 140,000 people for virus antibodies between next week and early June. It's unclear whether the antibodies provide future immunities, so the results will be used also for research. More tests use a finger prick of blood on a strip. Uh, New York tallied 231 virus-related deaths on Wednesday. Though hospitalizations have continued to decrease slowly to under 8,700, the daily death toll is hovered around 230 for four days. There's a new study that finds that there's no evidence of benefit from a malaria drug that's been widely promoted as a treatment for infection, coronavirus infection. Hydroxychloroquine did not lower the risk of dying or needing a breathing tube 
in a comparison that involved nearly 1,400 patients at Columbia University here in New York. The New England Journal of Medicine published the report yesterday. Although the study is observational rather than a rigorous experiment, an editorial in the journal says that it gives valuable information for a decision that hundreds of thousands of patients have already had to make without clear evidence about the drugs' risks and benefits. The members of the Democratic members of the states' board of elections have now filed an appeal of a federal judge's reinstatement of the New York presidential primary. The appeal on Wednesday by Board Commissioner Andrew Spano and other members came a day after the June 23rd primary was reinstated by U.S. District Judge Annalisa Torres in Manhattan, who said that canceling it would be unconstitutional and deprive withdrawn presidential candidates Bernie Sanders and Andrew Yang of proper representation at the Democratic Convention. Torres said that there was enough time before the primary to plan how to carry it out safely. The uh, Democratic members of the state's board of elections voted last week to cancel the presidential primary. Out west in Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, Defense Secretary Mark Esper is now declaring the Pentagon ready for any new wave of the virus as he ventured out to visit commanders for the first time since late March. Uh, Esper got an update on the military's coronavirus battle plan during a stop at U.S. Northern Command headquarters in Colorado. Esper took a variety of health precautions during his visit, including wearing a mask when social distancing was impossible. Some Democrats have criticized the Pentagon's response to the outbreak as slow and disjointed. Esper also met with General Terrence O'Shaughnessy, who was spearheading the military's support for civilian agencies combating the virus. And there have been dozens of U.S. children that have been hospitalized with a serious inflammatory condition that's possibly linked with the virus that was first seen in Europe. New York authorities warned back on Wednesday that 64 children in the state were possibly affected. Most had evidence of COVID-19 infections, but the link to the virus hasn't been proven. A few other U.S. cases have also been reported along with cases in Europe. Symptoms may include fever, abdominal pain, and rashes. Uh, Some children developed heart inflammation requiring intensive care. The condition is similar to Kawasaki disease, a rare illness involving inflamed arteries. Uh, There is other news of this Friday to address, and we will address that and more. When the update with Brady Julian OTR, podcast exclusive, also on the WKRB Mixcloud channel, uh, returns in just 30 seconds. What can I possibly do to make this stressful time a little better? Here's one thing I found. It's a small thing, a simple thing, a remarkable thing. Smile. You can share a smile from more than six feet apart. You can share it socially with the whole world. In fact, right now, I'm smiling at you. And I hope you're smiling back. Because smiling is in you. From PassItOn.com Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Some of the other news of this Friday. 
in Washington, the Supreme Court has thrown out the convictions of the two political insiders involved in the Bridgegate scandal in New Jersey. The court said in a unanimous decision that the government had overreached in prosecuting Bridget Kelly and Bill Baroni for their roles in a political payback scheme that created days of traffic jams near the George Washington Bridge. Their aim was to punish a New Jersey mayor who had refused to endorse the re-election of then-Governor Chris Christie, a Republican. The justices say that there was evidence of deception, corruption, and abuse of power in the political payback saga. But the ruling says, quote, not every corrupt act by state or local officials is a federal crime. We've learned that conservative talk radio pioneer Barry Farber has died a day after his 90th birthday. His daughter said that he died of natural causes on Wednesday at home in New York after a recent fall. The North Carolina native was a leader in New York radio in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. He also ran for New York City mayor as a conservative party candidate in 1977, but lost to Democrat Ed Koch. Farber's most successful years came well before conservative radio made stars of Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity. He worked on a digital talk show until last week, and he ended his shows with the phrase, To Be Continued. And finally, a court back here in New York says that Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee was his creation despite copyright claims by a one-time collaborator who helped direct the first episode. The second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals yesterday ended the copyright challenge by Christian Charles with a written order saying he raised his complaint too late to sue. The ruling brought to a conclusion a court case that revealed the creative road traveled by the popular show. It debuted in 2012, originating as an online streaming program that was sold to Netflix in 2017. Earlier this week, Seinfeld had suggested that he might be finished with it after 11 seasons and 84 episodes. Time for us to step aside for a moment. When we return on the update this Friday from the northern end of Central Park, uh, we will help you get around with the MTA Essential Service Plan. We'll talk some sports and talk about how there are fans in the sands for baseball in Taiwan, even though they are socially distanced apart. We're going to talk about what happened on this day in history, and then we will address the latest national news, including how a new poll finds that most Americans think that in-person religious services should be barred or allowed only with limits during the pandemic. We will address that and more when the update with Brandon Julian, OTR, podcast exclusive also on the WKRB Mixed Cloud channel, uh, returns in just a moment. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. I know you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself 
that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. From New York City, doing business in the same location since 1904, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Because the MTA is running an essential service plan, service on most lines will be running every 20 to 30 minutes. Also, there is no scheduled service on the B Grand Central Shuttle WNZ trains. For alternate service, you can use the 7, C, D, J, N, Q, or R trains. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Let us talk some uh, sports on this Friday. Out in New Dubai City, overseas in Taiwan, there are fans in the stands for baseball, even though they are spaced far apart as a safeguard against the spread. Up to a thousand ball spectators are now allowed in each ballpark in Taiwan, but they're still barred from bringing in food, and concession stands are still closed. Baseball friend Frank Cheng says, quote, This means our government's disease control measures are quite rigorous. Cheng went to see his hometown Fubon Guardians play the Unilions with four of his friends. Their body temperature was checked at the entrance, and they all sat at least three seats apart. We'll see whether uh, they can do that here in the U.S. And the NFL, they're pressing on with their plans to hold its season on schedule, while noting that everything has to be considered tentative given the current prohibition on large gatherings. All 32 teams released their schedules last night, with the full 2020 list scheduled to be revealed by the league a bit later. The NFL's annual kickoff game is set for September 10th for Super Bowl champion Kansas City. future is, quote, very much in jeopardy. Uh, news broke that the CFL have requested up to 150 million Canadian dollars in assistance from the federal government. When we return on the update this Friday from the northern end of Central Park, uh, we will address what happened on this day in history, and then we will talk the latest national news, including how some World War II veterans, ages 96 to 100, are planning to join President Trump at a reef-laying ceremony today in Washington to help commemorate the 75th anniversary of the end of the war in Europe. Uh, we will address that and more when the update with Brandon Julian OTR, a uh, podcast exclusive also on the uh, WKRB Mixcloud channel, returns in just a moment. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure, if you want. What I about can... canoeing? Can we go canoeing too? I don't see why. What about a bike ride? No, 
I want to fish. Okay. I've never been fishing. Honey, we can do it all. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not. Is it going to be long? No, sweetie. I bet it takes forever. It's not that far. <sighs> Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? No way. Come on, come on. It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking, plus much more. It's all right in your naturehood. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the US Forest Service. From New York City, it's after 10 a.m. Do you know who your boyfriend is? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update OTR podcast exclusive, also on the WKRB Mixed Cloud channel. Uh, today we're in the northern end of Central Park, uh, right by this lake here. I still have not figured out what the what the name of this lake is, and also it's rather windy. Uh, makes it get makes it have that. Uh, you know that uh <laughs> you know that uh, early you know that early that late winter feel when it's just nice and cold uh okay let's okay let us see here uh, i'm literally looking trying to look at a map i'm talking in doesn't say a name it just says we're just by a large uh large thing of water uh okay we're looks like we're at the harlem mirror uh, well, at least that's day came in 1945 when President Harry S. Truman announced on radio that Nazi Germany's forces had surrendered and that the flags of freedom fly all over Europe. In 1541, Spanish explorer Hernando de Soto excuse me, reached the Mississippi River. In 1846, the first major battle of the Mexican-American War was fought, was fought at Palo Alto, Texas, uh, U.S. forces led by, led by General Zachary Taylor were able to beat back the Mexican forces. In 1958, Vice President Richard Nixon was shoved, stoned, booed, and spat upon by anti-American protesters in Lima, Peru. In 1970, anti-war protests took place across the United States and around the world. In New York, construction workers broke up a demonstration on Wall Street. American Indians who had held the South Dakota hamlet of Wounded Knee for 10 weeks surrendered. In 1978, David R. Berkowitz pleaded guilty in a Brooklyn courtroom to murder, attempted murder, and assault in connection with the Son of Sam killing shootings that claimed six lives and terrified New Yorkers. Berkowitz was sentenced to six consecutive life prison terms. In 1984, the Soviet Union announced that it would boycott the upcoming Summer Olympic Games in Los Angeles. In 1987, Gary Hart dogged with questions about his personal life, including his relationship with Miami model Donna Rice, withdrew from the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. In 1993, the Muslim-led government of Bosnia-Herzegovina, Herzegovina, and rebel Bosnian Serbs signed an agreement for a nationwide ceasefire. 
1996, South Africa took another step from apartheid toward democracy by adopting a constitution that guaranteed equal rights for blacks and whites. And in 2003, the Senate unanimously endorsed adding to NATO seven former communist nations, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovakia, and Slovenia. When we return on the update this Friday from the northern end of Central Park, we will address the latest national news, including how Florida firefighters were hoping to hold the containment lines around a 2,000-acre fire in the state's panhandle, where the winds are expected to shift and push it, the fire towards homes. Uh, we will address that and more when the update with Brady Julian OTR, podcast exclusive also on the WKRB Mixcloud channel, returns in just a moment. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Pass it on. This time of upheaval is causing me to look a little deeper inside myself, looking for some goodness. And this is what I've found. I'm more aware of my neighbor's well-being. I'm saying thanks to those who help keep my life as normal as possible. My mail carrier, my grocery cashier, my delivery person. I find myself caring about others instead of just looking out for myself. And oh, my goodness, does it feel good. Goodness is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com notice lately how empty everything is? Empty streets, empty stores, empty schools. But I'm trying to change these empty times by being full of gratitude. Gratitude means saying thanks to the garbage collector, the medical providers, and all those who are helping every day. Things may appear empty around us, but when we're filled with gratitude, nothing is completely empty inside us. Gratitude is in you. From PassItOn.com Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back to The Update with Brandon Julian, OTR today from the northern end of Central Park. Podcast exclusive also on the WKRB Mixcloud channel. Let us address the latest national news on this Friday. And we will begin in Washington, where there's a new poll that finds that most Americans think in-person religious services should be barred or allowed only with limits during the pandemic. And only about a third say that prohibitions on in-person services violate religious freedom. Just 9% think that in-person religious services should be permitted without restrictions amid the pandemic, while 42% think they should be allowed with restrictions, and 48% think that they shouldn't be allowed at all. Uh, That's according to the poll, a new poll from the Center from the University of Chicago Divinity School and the Associated Press from the Center for Public Affairs Research. It shows an increasing number of religious Americans are turning to ages 96 to 100. They're planning to join President Trump at a reef-laying ceremony today in Washington to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the war in Europe. They're participating despite the pandemic. White House officials describe the veterans as, quote, choosing nation over self. Like 
message to the world that the Germans had unconditionally surrendered. The veterans were originally scheduled to travel to Moscow for a commemoration event, but the pandemic made international travel out of the question. Down to Milton in Florida we go, where firefighters in Florida are hoping to hold the containment lines around a 2,000-acre fire in the state's panhandle, where winds are expected to shift today and push the fire toward homes. The outbreak was about a half mile from a neighborhood, and officials urge residents to be ready to leave their homes should they be given the word to do so. The fire has been burning since Monday and has forced hundreds of residents to flee, scorched hundreds of acres, and razed dozens of structures. And only about a third of the fire, only about a third of the fire is actually contained. And finally, going back to Washington, President Trump is needling his Democratic rival Joe Biden for limiting his campaign appearances to virtual events from the basement of his Delaware home. Trump says, quote, he'd love to see him get out of the basement so we can speak. Trump says he's willing to provide Biden with a rapid COVID-19 testing system so Biden can return to the campaign trail. Trump is relying on a federal supply of virus tests so he can maintain a more traditional schedule, while Biden has been isolating at home for nearly two months. There was no immediate response from the Biden campaign. Our thought for today is from Lester Markle, an American editor, born in 1894 and died in 1977. Our thought for today is, what you see is news. What you know is background. What you feel is opinion. I will let you guys ponder on that as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite. That is the way it is. Friday, May the 8th, 2020. That is the update on this Friday from the northern end of Central Park. I'm Brandon Joy, and we appreciate you joining us. And in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news is good news. I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck. Be safe. Be well.